Hey, my friends, and welcome into another episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. In this one, we're continuing our series on the five M's of subscription web design and looking at one of my very favorite topics in the world, and that is the fourth M, which is marketing, okay? Marketing. And marketing, and we're also going to include sales in this as well. Let's talk about first the idea of niching down versus staying general. And this is one of the biggest topics, man, when it comes to web design in general, but it's also been a big topic of discussion inside the context of subscription web design. I know on our coaching calls, we're always talking about Are you going to go general? Are you going to stay niche? What are you going to niche down based on? Are you niching down based on industry? Are you niching down based on the type of website you're building? It's a big, big topic that we've covered in various other uh, settings. I even had a recent podcast with Josh Hall. I think we recorded that in uh, January, uh, maybe, of this year, January 2023, that episode published. So go check that out on Josh's podcast. We talked a lot about some different uh, creative ways to niche down that go beyond just picking an industry. And I have a podcast episode that I recorded on an earlier uh, a podcast of the subscription web design that goes into the idea of niching down and some questions that you could ask. And so if you're interested in a deeper dive on that topic, then lots of free resources out there that I've helped create that go into that as well. The big question that I want to talk about here as it relates to niching down versus staying general is one of the most important questions that you could ask in business across a variety of of things. Okay. This applies a lot more than just choosing someone to work with. Um, but it does apply heavily in choosing someone to work with. And that's the question of who's your who, who is your who, when you have a who defined in your business, the world opens up to you. And here's the catch. Your who cannot be everyone. Okay. That's not a who. Now, it could be multiple people marketed to in different ways, but you got to have a who. You got to know who you're talking to because if you don't know who you're talking to, how are you ever going to reach them? I think about my friend Tammy, who I mentioned a few episodes ago, who builds websites for dog breeders. And here's the thing. Like, is it the most profitable niche? Like, uh, there's all kinds of problems, right? But this is true with all, with different niches, right? Like, this is a niche that has, you know, the perception that they can go to Wix and Squarespace and build websites and uh, on their own. And, you know, so the pricing thing is a challenge for them. But at least she has a well-defined who that she's an expert in what they talk about. She knows their language patterns. She knows their fears. She knows what keeps them up at night. She knows the questions that they're asking. She knows the various scenarios that they're going to be in. And so imagine, imagine, even if you're working with a niche where maybe maybe there's a little bit less profitability, as long as people are willing to spend money on it, which she has already proved, then all she needs to do is make sure that she's reaching enough people to be able to make it work. And we even ran some numbers based on the income that she wants to make. And it really wouldn't take that many clients to be able to make this work for her. And I think you might find the same thing is true. But imagine that she has a website that is just the go-to resource for marketing and website design and building your website if you're a dog breeder. The opportunities there are huge because the, I mean, the search opportunities, the search engine optimization is huge. The expertise is huge. I mean, imagine there's dog breeder conferences or something where you could actually be invited to speak as the expert in, in marketing. And, and website design and selling more of your puppies. Like, 
it's amazing the opportunities that are there that you wouldn't get if you were just a generalist. So it makes a big difference to ask, who is your who? Who's the person that you're going to serve? And not only from the standpoint of strategic business, but here's the bigger deal. From the standpoint of who do you enjoy working with? Who do you just love working with? Is there a particular industry, a particular type of person, a particular demographic or psychographic that you just love to work with that you would like to niche down to? And if you could duplicate that client and work with as many of them as possible, you would love your life. That's what I'm asking. Marketing becomes so much easier when you know who you're talking to. It's one of the biggest mistakes that people make is not defining a who for them. Okay, the second thing is the sales pitch, okay? And I just have three words here that I really live on and, and live by and lean on when it comes to the selling of subscription web design services, okay? And this has always worked for me, especially early on when you don't have a lot of even testimonials and a lot of accolades behind your name to be able to work through. These three things universally help if you're just getting started or if you're many, many years down the line. They are honesty, confidence, and partnership. Honesty, confidence, and partnership. Okay, now these all sound simple, but please don't neglect them. Honesty, because if you want to be able to answer your client's questions, but they have a question and you don't know the answer to it, are you going to try to fake your way through it? No. You're going to say, look, I want to be very honest very honest with you. I don't know the answer to that question. It's a fantastic question. If it's okay with you, I'm going to find out the answer to that and get back to you by tomorrow at noon. You know what I mean? Just very, very honest about your current station in life and in business. No shows. Don't put on a show. Okay. Don't put on a show. Be honest. Be upfront. Be sincere. I called yesterday a handyman, a local handyman. I told him my problem. He said, man, look, I'm just going to be super honest with you. I don't think I'm the best fit to actually fix this problem because based on what you've described, I'm not really that confident that I could take care of it. And the last thing I would want is for you to come out and be counting on me to fix this problem and then I make it worse or, or, or can't fix it or whatever. And I appreciated that. And I told him and I meant it. I said, look, I will give you a call the very next time something that I think you can help with comes up. And I'm going to do that, okay? That honesty, instead of him needing the gig and taking the gig and coming out and, and, and looking at the issue and then not being able to fix it, like, that's huge. So I called a specialist and, you know, had to go down that route. But that's, you know, it's okay. It's like he was honest with me. And clients appreciate that because they're used to being lied to and they're used to being strung along. And if you can be honest with them, then... It will make the diff all the difference in the world. Okay, the second thing, though, is confidence. You still have to show up confidently, okay? You have to be confident. You have to do your research. You have to do your homework. Know everything that you can about the client before you go into a sales meeting. Try to have the answer to as many questions that they might ask as possible based on what you know about them and you know about their industry and what you know about your industry, okay? Um, confidence and showing up like you are going to drive the boat. And you're going to show up with leadership, and you're going to uh, drive this project through to completion makes a big difference in the sales conversation. It really does. So you show up honestly about what you know and what you don't know, but then you show up with confidence that with what you do know, you're a boss and, and you are going to take this home and you're going to make sure that they have a fantastic experience and you're going to lead them through everything and make it super easy and hassle-free. 
if you can show up with honesty and confidence in that way, man, you are really, really ahead of the game on most people. Okay. And then the third one being partnership. It's a huge piece of the sales pitch to be like, look, you know what? I want to partner with you for the long term. That's how our business works. Ideally, you pay me every month forever, and I provide you with immense value forever. You always have a beautiful, up-to-date, well-performing website that's getting results for your business. That's the goal. Honesty, confidence, partnership. You show up in every sales conversation with those three, and you're going to win. Okay, finally is showing up and following up, showing up and following up, showing up and following up in that order repetitively over and over again every single day, whether in marketing, in sales, or in your actual client processes, which we'll talk more about next week, okay? Um, don't ghost your clients. Don't ghost your clients. Communicate with them well. Update them even if there's not an update. Hey, there's no major update for you this week. We're still working on your project. I'll get back with you next week, okay? Update them, uh, communicate with them, follow up with them, make sure their needs are being taken care of, make sure they know how much you care. And that's it. That's the, the marketing and the sales piece of it. By the way, sales and marketing transcend bringing the customer in. You have to have the customer stay, number one. And number two, ideally, you would want the customer to ascend up the ladder. So you're constantly working on building trust, showing up, following up, showing up, following up, whether they're a prospect, whether you're about to sign a contract with them, or whether you're three years into the relationship. All of those pieces matter. Look, if you would like some personalized help implementing these four and five M's into your business, we're going to talk about the fifth one next week. That's the method. If you are interested in um, uh, some more personalized help in the context of the group coaching that we do with other fellow web designers who are right where you are and who are um, even some of them a little bit ahead of you and providing some great valuable advice to you and just a great community of people who are learning together, then I would invite you to go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and sign up there. Right now, we're running a, a special offer, and I don't know when this is going to go away, but as of right now, you can get signed up for a $1 trial. Um, it's a 14-day trial, and so I would love to have you in there and come check out everything, get to know some people, and, um, and we'll see you there soon, okay? God bless. Take care. Catch you on the next episode of Subscription Web Design. Hey there, it's Steve, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, I'm going to include my contract template for subscription web design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at subscriptionwebdesign.com.